It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very, very special guest here in the studio, and he is actually, he is pushing away the mic because he, he's playing closer to him. Oh, is he? Wow, I've never seen a dog use its own paws as if. I had poseable thumbs. This, this can't the, be the first ever dog podcast. No, we've had Pogi the Pug in the room before, in the but studio. We have a dog as a guest today. But the dog is our guest. Uh, so welcome, 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 baddies. Yes, welcome to another episode of ICBTV Podcast. Also known as... It Can't Be That Bad. Podcast. That's right. My name is Alejandro. My name is Christian. That guy's name's Otis. Hey-o. Yep. And we have a new friend here today, or he's a newer friend, but he's still fairly young. Yes. This he, is Finnegan. He came He came and joined us on this planet that we called Earth a mere four months ago. Mm. And four, four months, m- right? Yes. Wow. Uh, and in those four months, he has gone to the moon, he cured the disease polio, and he found four different mule sanctuaries. Hey, I completely believe it. I saw a picture uh, just a week ago of Finn posing with a bunch of Buddhist monks, and uh, they had... <laughs> They helped the world, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you. I will. <laughs> um, but Finn is joining us for a very special movie. Finn, this is your favorite movie, is that correct? It looks like it. It looks yes. like it. Uh, so we went ahead and we watched Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Uh, and I know, guys, we, we don't usually do kid films, but this is actually really intense. This this movie is so good. Is actually so enjoyable. I kind of love Chihuahuas now because of this. Uh, the soundtrack to this movie, uh, phenomenal, impeccable. All the movies or all the uh, music that was placed where it was. When she's left alone in Mexico with Nora Jones playing in the background, I legitimately cried. My tear ducts were doing something. It's I. <laughs> it was honestly. What were they doing? Creating tears. Okay. Okay. Well, then why not say that? Well, then? I don't know because I don't like. To, well, I don't know. I'm trying to just like <laughs> I'm trying to be poetic over here, but like if you're breaking down my poeticism, it's not really gonna make any sense. Isn't that the purpose of poetry to break it down for the deeper meaning? Yeah, but mm. like maybe like later on after you've digested it after a it. long okay. night of sleep. I have a fast metabolism. We watched a film for called now. Beverly Hills. Shut the. We watched a film called Beverly Hills Chihuahua. It is rated PG, which is the most vulgar of the trilogy. Yes. And if if you're wondering what we just said, yes, we did just say trilogy because there are three, three Beverly Hills Chihuahuas. Yep. Um, and I think this movie is rated PG because a dog dies for like 10 seconds. For a little bit. They kept on trying to wake her up. And honestly... Like, did they know what they were... There was a, there's a lot of really... There's also dog fighting. Like, there's also uh, coyotes and, like, illegal immigrants in this film. Like, There's, there's racism in this movie. There's a lot of big topics with this film. Disney was not shy in this one. Yes, the uh, the leading actress in the film that is not a dog. Uh, I believe the actress's name is Drew Piper. Barrymore. Oh, yes. Um, she was in a bikini. And that's a little risque for Disney, man. She, but she was in a bikini with pants. Uh, was it pants? Yeah. Ah, yes. Um, it is, uh, Beverly Hills Chihuahua was released in the year 2008 and has a runtime of one hour, 31 minutes or 91 minutes. The perfect amount of time in my book. Yes. That, a good hour and a half film. Everything fit perfectly. 15 minutes in, something happened. 30 minutes in, we met the, all the friends. The storytelling in this movie? Perfect. Not bad, dude. No, it moves along at a right pace. It's very formulaic. Like, let's not let's not sugarcoat anything. It's definitely a family movie, but um, 
it's good. You're going to feel something nonetheless. Like, it, it does get emotional. There is a lot of lessons learned in this movie. The character arcs that occur in this film... To completion. Really? Three or four characters, like, have gained and grown... Multiple dogs find homes. Multiple dogs find homes. And then as if that's not enough, at the end of the film, they go, they check in with everybody. Yeah. let you know what's going on with them now. Yes. I, I love epitaphs like that. I love Disney. Just in case you're wondering, this dog now has a reality TV series and they know how, they know three the dogs. word bling. That's three dogs. Three, three dogs. dogs get a reality TV show in this film. Yes. Okay. It has a rating of 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb, a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. And a three out of five on Common Sense Media. Christian Balls are Stoffers. Balls, balls, balls. balls are Stofferson. That's how you pronounce my last name. Yes. Chris, Chris Ballstofferson? Yes. What percentage of Google users approve of the film? Um, I'm going to say 85%. <sighs> Ooh, too Close, low. Close, too low. Too low. Too More low. than that. Does our producer over here, Otis, want to guess? You said low at 85? Right? 88. 88 is a strong number. 89 is the correct answer. Ah, so Otis wins that one. Congratulations, Otis. I did get a couple of hints. Thank you. Synapses coming at you. Right at you. Bang. Chloe, a pampered chihuahua from Beverly Hills, gets an unwelcome taste of the real world when she gets lost in a tough part of Mexico. With no Rodeo Drive boutiques in sight, she is out of her element until scrappy street dog Delgado and Poppy lend her a paw, helping her find her way home. Christian, this movie had a budget of $20 million. And honestly, when I saw how much this movie made, I wanted to punch something. Maybe myself, because it's ridiculous. (laughs) Would you like to guess how much money this movie made? Tell me the budget again. $20 million. $20 million. I know that it at least doubled. What I think went well with this movie is that it, at, at, at a time like 2008, where they're using real dogs and using CGI, that is, that's just phenomenal. I think, and with the cast like Drew Barrymore and George Lopez. And the, Andy Garcia. And Andy Garcia. This is at the peak of George Lopez's career. This is like when... The Georgia Lopez show was hitting. I'm going to say that this made $100 million. Wow. Otis, you want to guess at all? 150. This film made $149 million. Oh my gosh. Otis was like right there. Uh, And just for those of you who are wondering, that is more than the GDP of Australia, Iran, (laughs) Argentina, uh, Malaysia, and the Philippines. Damn it. Philippines? Uh, by about $400,000. This movie made more than the entire Philippines did for a whole year. Wow. Holy um, shit. Philippines, un- come on. Ungodly amounts of money that people spent on these dogs. I love it. I love the fact that they used real dogs for most of this film and that they only CGI'd some of it. Even the CGI that they did do, not just the mouth, but like when, when uh, Delgado's carrying um, Chloe in his mouth. Yeah. Great. Great At- CGI. Yes, for its time, even Cheech Marin's rat and the iguana. Those are the only two completely CGI characters. Did you know that? Yeah. Everything else was played by a real animal, including... Including who? The coyote. Yes, I believe that. I believe that you could get a coyote and train it. Uh, No, you actually can't train a coyote. They had three trainers holding him during the filming of it. Holy shit, you're telling me that it wasn't... They could... I mean, I get, I understand that to have an animal trained enough to work on a movie set, it has to be very trained. Oh, yeah. I did work, I mean, I worked at Six Flags, everyone knows this, and, like, I've seen some of, like, the wildest animals, like, 
not fully trained. I mean, sure, they're sure. still they're, they're, they still shouldn't be domesticated. A coyote should not be de- domesticated by any means. I but. honestly don't think you can domesticate a coyote. No, it's always going to have its wildlife instincts yeah. there. So, so when they have those scenes of the coyote and um, Chloe in front of them, mm-hmm. those were filmed at separate times, and the coyote had like three different ropes attached to him during Crazy. the filming. Crazy. No wonder the coyote was only there for a split a second. second. That's it. Very small role. But it was impressive, dude. I read that it was so expensive to use these animals. It was about $2,000 for every shot that was taken with the talking animal. I, I, I believe they invented a muzzle yes. for the dogs so that they could CGI their mouth out they later. They had to hire a company in Hong Kong that specializes in this dog CGI uh, animation. And well done. Really good. It's impeccable. It's so much better than like talking animals is so hard to believe. Like in Lion King. Look like shit. The, the, that's what I hear. The John Favre Lion King. I'll still watch it, but that's what I hear is that it was I'll just like it. they I'll ruined it. I want to pay for it though. Yeah. Um, but this this dog talking, passable. It's Dude, on. It's not hack. I was showing my mom scenes from this movie. It was the scene where there were like three hundred Chihuahuas. Oh, yes. In Chihuahua, right in the location of Chihuahua. The state. It's a state in Mexico. Um, so I showed her that, and she said. That's just dub. <laughs> she was trying to break it down. She was thinking that I was showing her this movie Mom, to prove that animals could talk. Mom, look at these. Mom, come here. Look at these. Look at these chihuahuas. They're talking, Mom. Can can Kumo do this? <laughs> Mom, can you teach Kumo to we, talk? We have a couple of friends of the podcast who are chihuahuas, Kumo included. Yes. Uh, Rory is a friend of the podcast. Yes. Um, And I think that's it. Yeah, I like how we say friends of the podcast as if these dogs actively listen to this podcast which uh, they, they do. do and if you're not a dog out there that listens to this podcast then you a cat yeah you a fucking kitty boy um this movie like i said follows perfect formulaic plot lines so if you're again studying like synapses or studying screenwriting this is a good film to look at because first plot point comes exactly at the 15 minute mark yeah because the first 15 minutes is okay we're just introducing you to all 20 of these dogs, and they're all Beverly Hills uh, dog jokes. Yes. They're, I think the first shot, Jamie Lee Curtis is bringing her dog, Chloe, the mm-hmm. Chihuahua, the Beverly Hills Chihuahua, voiced by Drew Barrymore, into a fucking salon where there are multiple designers, hairdressers, and and Yes. And dog designers. treadmills. Did you see that in the corner of the yes, shot? Yes, yes. Two and, dogs working out at the salon. And her dog friends, the, the pug... The scrappy, ratty one, and... There's a Yorkie. And the Yorkie. Yeah. Those are the ones that are, like, her best friends. Yeah. And one of them is played by Chris Parnell. Which, who, if you don't know Chris Parnell, um, a long-running SNL cast member and also the voice of Jerry from Rick and Morty, who I just absolutely adore. He gets better and better. Every time I find him, he's been in multiple films. He was in uh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. He's been in a handful of films that we've seen in this movie. Um... But just so we can get some of the names out there, guys, some of the voices that you will hear in this film, we already said George Lopez, Drew Barrymore, Andy Garcia, but also Cheech Marin, Edward James Almos does a voice in this film. Who we've seen as a villain in multiple movies. Paul Rodriguez, Luis Guzman. Uh, It's just like, it's over and over. The guy who was in the remake of Shipwrecked was in this film, but as like his first role ever when he plays the store shop, the pinata store owner. He did a good job. He did great. He did a good job, man. He did great. Made a mountain out of a molehill. No wonder he's famous. Yes. 
this, this is what blew his career up. I hope Beverly so. Hills Chihuahua. Well, and you know who else got their start in this film? Who? Uh, a small known actress named as Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, this was her first movie. People, I don't know, but this is the first movie that actually mattered. <laughs> Wow. Not the first Halloween. No. Not Freaky Friday. No. Not the one where she's actually very sexy and like a gets a little risque. What movie was that? That is like aerobics. Was no. Doing that aerobics? Oh, that one with John Travolta. Yeah. I don't know what the name of that I one is. I love that. But you know you're talking about that. the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dangerous liaisons or some shit like no, that. No, that's a that's. Mm, that no, the, I, I no I don't think Jamie Lee Curtis is in Dangerous Liaisons. What a weird film to pull up. We'll have to. Ew, oh. What is Dangerous Liaisons? Not at all, Jamie Lee Curtis. But you're, huh. the movie she's in, um, not Total Recall. Type in, type in Jamie Lee Curtis nude. Well, you what? know, like nude because what? this is the movie where she's what? naked. This Whoa, is just the movie bro, where she's naked. You just made this podcast like R. I can't put this. Like out, this podcast man. has been PG ever. <laughs> this has never <laughs> been a fetus friendly podcast. Well. Fetus friendly. Yes. Why are you saying fetus friendly? Because I like the alliteration. The, the F name and the of the F. movie is called Christmas with the Cranks. No, fuck that. <laughs> she, she's not. <laughs> no, Merry Christmas. True lies. True lies. What did I fucking say? Um, dangerous liaisons. Which I gotta look up dangerous look liaisons. Up dangerous real quick liaisons. Is Jamie Lee Curtis no. in dangerous liaisons? Who is the dangerous liaison in dangerous liaisons? Someone tell Say me. Say it one more time. <laughs> Who is the dangerous liaison in dangerous liaisons? Otis. Otis. Dude, Otis, I would watch you in a movie called Dangerous Liaisons. First of all, you made a you made a 1988 reference gang, gang. to a film. Gang, dude. Who <laughs> I was five John years Malkovich. old. Glenn Close and Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, that's because Glenn Close is naked in that movie. (laughs) You think it is naked Glenn Close? (laughs) I knew it was like a naked, like older celebrity, older female celebrity. Yes, yes. That's, I mean, like, dude, when you're a kid growing up with HBO. It's all the same. you You come across some of these, like, Late night shows. I wouldn't even call them late night <laughs> movies because these were like theatrical releases. Big deals. With with big stars that just happen to be naked in them. That Russell Crowe one where he's on a boat for four hours. What? What? Um, so Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Wait, no, that sounds vaguely familiar. Castaway is the movie. No, that's Tom Hanks, you son of a... I'm fucking kidding. It's, um... No. Ark? Navigate? No. Oh, He's... fuck it, fuck it, dude. Let's just okay, read yeah, the synopsis. Blah, 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 blah. So, um, Beverly Hills Chihuahua, she, we meet all of her friends, and then we find out that Jamie Lee Curtis is going on vacation, but she cannot take Chloe with her. So she yeah. brings in her niece, uh, mm-hmm. played by a woman named Piper. Her real name in the movie, her real name in the movie <laughs> is uh, Rachel. What? Is it Rachel? Yes. So her name in the movie or her? Ah. Uh, no, no, no. The, the actress's name is Piper. Piper. The, the oh, character's okay. name is Rachel. Uh, and Rachel immediately hits it off with the landscaper. Kind of hits it off. She is actually kind of blatantly, disgustingly mm-hmm. racist. Very, wow. very racist. And let's break this down so that people just don't think that this is a racist movie. First of all, uh, this came out 13 years ago. Can you get this movie canceled? Not saying that racism was cool 13 years ago, but like, you know, uh, I think stupid jokes like adding O to any word and calling it Spanish was a stupid racist joke. Because first of all, she was calling the landscaper a gardener and immediately assumed that he didn't know English. Yes. So he's saying like, uh, she's trying to look for, um, or she's trying to get his dog. Poppy. Off, yeah, Poppy, voiced by George Lopez, out of the backyard of because he's causing a ruckus, right? Getting mud everywhere. And so he's so she's saying to the landscaper. But, but he's also telling beautiful poetry to Chloe. As Let, he, let's not forget. When oh Poppy, yeah, Poppy is Poppy, 
is a smooth chihuahua. Just so people know, yes, dogs are talking throughout this whole film, but whenever they cut away to the humans, the dogs are just barking. So we're not crazy. Yes. We're not crazy. This, this is film. not a grounded universe where dogs It's and... 100% realistic. Yes. Well, no, it's not. It's not what it's I'm saying. It's 100% realistic. Alejandro fact. <laughs> no flaws in this film at all. Dude, I wish dogs had that like as clear of a communication as they did in this movie. If my like if my four dogs downstairs uh were talking I know, I know. Um if my four dogs okay. Just to just to address the elephant in the room, if you skip the last few episodes, my dog Mickey did pass away, and it used to be Christian owns five dogs, and now my my uh, my new nickname will be Christian owns five, four dogs. But now that we've gotten that, could out it of be the Christian way, used to have five dogs? That's just so long. So if Instagram could let me have that long of a handle, then sure, I'll do that. Or Christian five minus one equals four. And <laughs> no, it's not going to be an equation, dude. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the, the movie. Some of uh, some of the parts. Anyways, so it's, she um, uh, she's she, racist. <laughs> this white girl in this movie Rachel. is fucking racist. She's not racist. She's just uh, very um, ignorant. Yes, I don't know why I'm defending these actions. They're actually pretty gross and repugnant. Yes, but. Um, in her angst to be a fun 20-year-old, she decides to go to, uh, like, Tijuana. Fucking Tijuana, she, Mexico. Like, she doesn't even go to, like, a good part of Mexico. And it was the quickest plan made ever. She Her girls hit her up one morning, and they're like, hey, Let's go to Mexico. You want to go to Mexico? She'll be, I'll, I'll be ready in 30 minutes. If you live in Beverly Hills, that's not a day trip. Just stay? Yes. That's not a day trip at all. That's a long drive. Yeah. You should be playing for a lot more, and three girls in that convertible did not pack enough. No. What did they pack? Five Nothing. thongs and a crop top? Because that's, that's what it enough. seemed like. That's enough. That's, that's, that's actually, enough. Yeah, that's I didn't complain. Enough. Okay, I take it Not back. Complain. They didn't have enough. Okay, that, they did That's have great. Enough. That's great. So they get to like Tijuana, or it's like straight up like uh, Juarez. Like it's not a good town. It's a, like a border town. Yes, it's. Um, they were driving right in the middle of this uh, this town where everyone's just on you know on the dirt road and screaming it's like at surfers them. and like uh, people selling food and the girls love it. At yes. the same time, Chloe's looking around and all she sees is stray dogs. Yes, she hates it because she knows that there's no Four Seasons around here. She was upset. She was like, "Who are these dirty dogs?" And she's right. See, let's. I really want to talk about, as much as we're like bashing on this movie sometimes, because it's a kid's movie and it's easy to bash on it. We're bashing on the human. On the fucking human. We're bashing on the racist dogs are Rachel. Perfect. Yes. Um, the dog, the, what Chloe, the chihuahua, learns throughout this movie is fucking beautiful. Her arc, okay, we'll just jump into it because honestly, we can't go beat, but beat it's for all about perspective. Dumb. When she makes her complete growth, Yes. And she takes her last booty off and throws it off of the train. Yes. The filming of the, the dog actor who took the booty off of her foot, really walks good. over to the window and throws it out the window is fucking impeccable. It's actually done by a real dog, not CGI'd at all. Yes. It's beautiful. Meaning that they instilled this behavior in this dog actress to remove this dog booty off of her paw. Which seems like a natural thing dogs would do if you put booties you on a could, dog. You yeah. could, but... And how dramatic look- it was in that shot. Yeah, I was also going to say, Chloe did not look comfortable in those shoes. Right? She's walking around. She, like, dog she's doing a shoes. dog thing with feet where she's clearly not comfortable with Unless shoes. the cement that the dog is walking on is fucking hot, dogs do not need to wear booties. 
I feel like if yes. my mom were to watch this movie from beginning to end and see how lavish the life is of, or the, how lavish the lives are of these dogs She'd depicted like, in this film. My dogs have better life. My my dogs need that life. Oh, okay. oh. that's what, what I'm thinking. I think your mom gives them that life. No, honestly. my mom gives them great they have lives. Shoes. My, my dogs eat spaghetti. My dogs are eating spaghetti. Uh, Why are my dogs eating spaghetti? In fact, when Finn, when your mom found out Finn was coming over, she's when your mom found out Finn was coming over, the first thing she goes, I'll make him spaghetti. And we were like, no, no, no. no. My, my dog mom, eats it's okay. kibble. So. <laughs> yes. Kibble and cantaloupe. Don't keep your dog. Don't give him cantaloupe. Don't keep Finn uh, around my mom for too long or else he will become morbidly obese. They they eat which so much cute, food. Which could be cute for a no, Frenchie like we're, him. We're we're keeping my dog pretty fit. Um, Good. One of the best voices in this film is Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia, who voices the German Shepherd. German here. Shepherd named Delgado, who yeah. is a ex police dog. Why? Oh, oh, what was it? Um, his nose doesn't work anymore. He can't smell. He lost his sense of smell. Oh, Poor dog. That's sad and for a were dog. they hinting that um, the bad dog, Edward James, almost dog, El Diablo, El Diablo is the reason Diablo? why he can't that's smell. That's the name of the. Yeah, it's a Rottweiler who is the main antagonist of this film. A Doberman. Doberman Pinscher. Ah. what's his name? El El Diablo. El Diablo. El Di- oh, El Di- I thought it said El Diago, like dog, like dog. Like the bird from. Oh, that'd be like a nice little. Pun there. Don't look at him. Okay, sorry. Because okay. then I want to look at him and it hurts my neck. Ah. Well, we'll place you differently as producer look next back time. Back at it. Um. Hey. So, the he loses his sense of smell. We don't know how, and we don't find out until about forty minutes into it. But and you don't realize how. We know he got kicked out of the school. How depressed! It's it's so depressing. A robbing a dog of its own smell, sense of smell. I didn't know it could be this sad, but they depicted it because he. They were saying, Cheech Marin's rat saying, "Look for Chloe." When Chloe was lost, was saying, "Follow this collar, this mm-hmm. diamond collar. Follow that smell." That is the perfume Chanel Number no. Five. Of course it is. You know, follow the smell on this uh, collar to find Chloe. Um, Delgado is like I can't I physically can't it is actually a t- there's two really tough moments in this film where suddenly I'm like empathizing with the dog yes. and it's when that moment when the rat is forcing the dog to smell and he's like I, I don't I cannot smell but then he like snorts a hot a hard loogie and is able to smell I'm not really sure what happens there something happens he has a Jimmy Neutron ba- brain blast the other moment is when Chloe is left alone in Mexico and they're playing Nora Jones in the background as she's like walking alone. Mm-hmm. It is truly one of the most heart wrenching moments in ICBTB history. I've, and we've watched some sad, heart wrenching films. And this Chihuahua's emoting. So good. Honestly, this dog deserves an Oscar. Do they a have dog, dog Oscars? I, we should start dog Oscars. I'll do it. You. Dogscars. Listen to the Tuesday episode. Alejandro created and organized a dog triathlon as work. We could start the very dog. first dog Oscar award ceremony. Honestly, that's I think we have something here. Let's play a game. Okay. Let's knock knock. Let's Hey, let's don't be a fucking douche now, dude. Where I say let's play a game and you're like, that's great. I want to play a game. I got one in mind. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> this game is called Let's list famous dogs. Otis, you can play too. Famous dogs in cinema history. Let's Old let, Yeller. Old Yeller? Okay. Uh, let's go with Otis. We'll go, we'll go this Air way. Bud. Ooh, good one. I'm going to go. Are you going dogs already, buddy? I'm going to go with, can I go with all 101 Dalmatians? If you can name them because they all have different names. That's f- really difficult. Yeah. 
I used uh, to date a girl who literally knew all of their names. Isn't one of their names She blank? could look at them and like based on like the drawing, she'd be like, oh, that's this one. That's this one. That's this one. You're, whoever you knew had no life okay. if they know all 101. Well, they loved Dalmatians. Names. That's what they did. Okay. So the dog I'm going to go with is literally those are the only two. That oh, I, my God. Are you serious? No, 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 no. I can name right. a bunch right now. Yeah. And a cat. I have a cat in my head, too. Yeah. yeah Give exactly. me a second. Give me a really? second. Wait, 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 wait. We've wait. given him plenty. Goofy. Is technically a dog. Goofy's actually a cow. Pluto. Pluto. All right, fine. Um, Snoopy. Not a cow. <laughs> Snoopy? Good one. Otis. Otis from what? Milo and Otis. Mm. Oh. Who else is another dog? The two stupid dogs. I forget their names. Why Why can't you? There, there's, Dude, there's so, so many much This was your dogs. game. I know. This was my game, but like I'm, I think I, now I'm on the spot. Hooch. Turner, Turner and Hooch. Hooch. Okay, Otis, go again. You skipped Alex. No, I, I said Hooch. He oh. said Hooch, yeah. I, we skipped Christian because he's out. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm out? <laughs> yes, you're out. Fine, you and Otis go. Uh, you said Hooch? I did. Ooh, I know there's more. I'm just blanking. I know. What's wrong with you guys? I'm sorry. I had a bunch. Okay, fine, fine, fine. It's just like blanking in the heat of the moment. So if you have a bunch in, in your back pocket right now, say all of them. You've won. Okay, Nermal. Scooby Doo, oh, Scrappy Doo, Scooby Doo, Scrappy Doo. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, um, Lassie. Uh-huh. Oh, Lassie. Yeah, of course. Ah, oh. here, Lassie. I had one more, but uh, Anubis. Uh, Anubis, the god, god of the Egyptian the, god. god, Egyptian god of death with a dog head. It's a dog head, I guess. All famous, right. famous. No, dog. he was a jackal, wasn't he? Um, and then, um, fuck, what was Hades' dog's name? Cerberus. Cerberus. Oh, Cerberus. That's Boom. three. That is three. Does that count as three dogs? Here, oh, I- Stitch. Stitch is an alien. Technically, no, no. She in the end of Lilo and Stitch, they tried to take Stitch away, but Lilo had papers. I will say, okay, it's a, that's a good point. It's a cute he, enough he, fact. He had enough justification. Yes, yes. He Otis, has his papers. Okay, fine. Otis, fine. Yeah. Yes. Stitch. Honestly, when when we were playing that game, I was really only thinking of famous cats, and it was pissing me off. And like, which were those like cats? Garfield. Oliver Garfield from was where, Garfield. I, Oliver from Oliver and Company. How about how about lady? How about tramp? Oh gosh, mm, that's lady what I was tramp. Out. All right, let's move on. Uh, Garfield? Uh, did you say Garfield? Um, yes. You well, one of you guys and said Nermal. Garfield. Nerm, that's where Nermal's from. Mm. Okay, you got you guys got me there. All right, let's move on with the movie because I'm thoroughly embarrassed. <laughs> or you jo- think I'm oh. thinking of one more dog? His name is John Wick Dog. Um, nice. So John Wick Dog. Which so one? One yeah, of the two. crazy things. Shut up! One of the things that I love about this film is how like they lightly touch on really deep socioeconomic problems and then just never get back to them. Like the fact that Mexicans constantly pay underground smugglers to get them to America. Yes. And they just do it with dogs and just like, yes. you know what? It's okay. Well, they're subtle hints. This movie is a Disney film and it's PG. So they have to be subtle enough for like the parents to be like, yeah, you're right. I mean, like there is a a, a problem here. Like did, like, did they have to go to a actual coyote to get across the borders or could they have just hopped on a train? They could have hopped on a train. They did not need that. Well, I don't think Chloe would have known where to go. So maybe Delgado was with her. Well, remember Delgado originally wasn't supposed to hop on that train. Oh, hey, buddy, he and was he always on, gonna hop. And on that, that train. this was another he dramatic. He was always gonna hop on the train. Exactly. The fact that he was don't like, turn "Don't turn around, around don't, don't turn, turn around. around," and does that twice in the movie. God, I love Andy Garcia. Beautiful. This this movie, 
I love the growth that occurs. Chloe starts off as this spoiled Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Beverly Hills. Sorry. I had and to... uh, it's okay. And um, she, having gone to Mexico, meeting all these stray dogs with beautiful souls, having almost died in a dog fight. After she was dog-napped. We haven't even talked about the dog fight in this. There's Which, a huge part of this movie is dog fighting. I was screaming when it's she got dog-napped. crazy Disney film that's based about dog, dog fighting. fighting. Like a horrible, world-class dog fighting ring that apparently all of Mexico is trying to shut down. Because it spans from Mexico City to Puerto Vallarta to the border town of Juarez or or TJ it is just like a huge cartel run dog fighting ring that also kidnaps dogs and sells them for ransom it's a big deal it's huge I feel like they just barely scratched the surface if they made this movie at least PG-13 we would have seen so much more the reboot of Beverly Hills Chihuahua in 30 years when they make the it Snyder dark and gritty. Cut? Oh. The Snyder Cut rated of R. Beverly Hills rated Chihuahua R. will be rated R. R. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Glory. I would love to see that film. That dog fight? Easily one hour alone. When they when he pushes her in the mud, when Delgado pushes Chloe into the mud to cover her smell, that mm. would actually be pushing her into a pile of dead dogs yeah. so that she's covered in... Uh, in the scent hey. of dead dogs. Yeah. Honestly, not not a bad, not a bad premise. Easy. Easy. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, we have yes. sensitive oh, issues. Finn over here is still just a oh. little baby. Well, all dogs go to heaven. True that. This is true. All dogs deserve to go to heaven. Mm, Hitler had a dog. Yeah, but you know, he, he did, he's basing everything he does off Was of Was it instinct. a German Shepherd? Yes. Right. Ah, just, interesting. See what I did there? Before. I actually think it might have been an Austrian Shepherd. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I is actually very on brand for this episode. A couple of things I want to say. Um, my cousin Liz, shout out cousin Liz, loves this film. Her favorite line from this film is, um, Hello, Miha, your Chihuahua. Oh, voiced by Luis Guzman. Is the, one of the greatest interactions I've ever, in cinematic history, Hello, Chica. Your Chihuahua is one of the greatest things I've ever heard. So fucking funny. Also, one of the things I want to say is when I was trying to convince you to do this film, I showed you the trailer. And because it's a 2008 trailer, it has that guy's voice yeah. who's talking about films like this. This summer, Beverly Hills Chihuahua has never gone furry before now. You've seen Drew Barrymore in E.T. You've seen George Lopez on television. And you've seen Luis Guzman in pretty much everything. But you haven't seen them like this before. Where they're pretending to be dogs? Not pretending. They're actually Dogs. Join us as Drew Barrymore, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. In an adventure like nothing you've ever seen. They go to Mexico in the first installment of this trilogy. They deal with not just illegal immigration, but also dog fighting, cartel businesses, and ransoms. Yes, this is a Disney film. Yes, this made over $100 million. And yes, this movie will make you cry. This summer. Beverly Hills Chihuahua. And honestly, guys, that is a verbatim retelling of the trailer. Don't bother looking it up. We did it for you. I'm so happy I didn't watch this movie. Um, No, honestly, Otis. You should watch this film. Any dog owner should watch this film. It's it's actually very enjoyable because I went in, I went in watching this very skeptical with the lowest expectations, knowing that it was a kids movie, but I didn't think it was going to move me this emotionally. It blew me away and made me cry. Mm-hmm. 
Otis, you did not watch this film, but you did do a little bit of work for us. I did. Would you mind reading a couple of reviews for us? This film is very polarizing. You honestly either love this film or hate this film. You're this nowhere in the middle. Like, you can't this, not this care for this true. film. So, Otis, if you can just lay a couple, hit us with the highs and the lows, blows. All right, the Los Angeles Times. Oh, no. Oh, you're <laughs> oh, starting off man. hot, dude. I thought you were going to get like a, oh, a review from Joe Schmo, man. Despite its superficial lip service to self-actualization and realization, there has to be more to life than what Beverly Hills Chihuahua is putting out there, which is fit for neither man nor beast. Why are they so mean? LA Times, I got two words for you. You want to say it with me? Fuck you, LA Times. Wow. That's ridiculous, On this podcast, we're defending this movie. Why are you using four-syllable words to describe a movie that you say is bad? Can you understand the fact that this is a Disney's film targeted for kids? These are talking dogs, LA Times. It was 2008. You're going to put O.J. Simpson on your cover for over a year, and then you're going to say this movie's garbage? Fucking hypocrites. You're garbage. You're garbage. Read us another review, Otis. Next. All right. LA Weekly. Son of a bitch. Dude, the three, we told you to choose three, and he chose, like, the toughest, baddest critics. Easy, 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 This being Disney, wholesome character building, messages abound, but for once, they're hot. freshly spun as cautions against, cautions against stereotyping both ethnic and canine. Wow, we were, we were, LA Weekly, we take it back. We, because that is honestly it's pretty accurate very whole and very truthful yes i would like my nephew and my niece to see this film because i want them to know that we are mexicans yes not mexicans <laughs> also wow. a line from the film thank you very much beautiful wow. quote from george lopez um yeah that makes sense there are a lot of like uh quasi racist notes and stereotypes in this movie that they kind of do an effect an effort to stamp down yeah they do uh make it so that uh, the that rachel uh the, the racist girl in this movie she does learn her lesson and she falls le- in love yes she falls yeah not much of a not much of a lesson there she still kind of wins in the end honestly she could win she she could she get could, it. She, she could, could win. get it. She, she could win a couple of things. Okay, Otis, another one. All right, Jess Ace. This movie, wow! I could go on forever. How amazing this movie is! When I heard of the movie and when I saw the cover with a Chihuahua on it, <laughs> I was happier than ever could go than ever could be. <laughs> the cover. I don't know. As much as we're defending this film, the the cover's not selling it. Honestly, the cover for Beverly Hills Chihuahua Three is my favorite because. Uh, uh, Poppy's wearing a sombrero. <laughs> what? <laughs> Beverly Hills Chihuahua Three comes out in 2012, and they're st- <laughs> they're like, let's make this more stereotypical. I think, I think honestly, and I don't know, I'm talking completely out of school here. I think Beverly Hills Chihuahua Three is subtly the most racist film towards Mexicans ever created. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, the 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 amount of uh, stereotypical. A cultural appropriation that's occurring in that film makes Birth of a Nation look like wow. Okay, I'm not going that Birth far. Birth of a Nation looks right. like Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I was gonna say Taco Bell. Easy Taco there, Bell's Taco. up there with in terms of like how you know that the, the, the Taco Bell Chihuahua is like just as like kind of racist like as dog? this movie. You know who the Target dog is? Um, um, uh, not even close to the Chihuahua dog. You know who took. <laughs> you, know who, you know who dethroned the Chihuahua dog from Taco Bell? The Chalupa? I don't know. Daniel Tosh. 
Oh. Did the first run of commercials where they got rid of the, the dog. Is that why oh. there's no Chihuahua on Taco Bell now? Yeah, because yeah, it was super, it. yeah, they, well, it was racist or something, but then they the replaced them with uh, Daniel Taco Tosh. Bell. Daniel Tosh did commercials, commercials for Taco Bell. That's crazy, wow. man. Fun day, fun day. Uh, hit us with more, Otis. You got oh, any more for yeah, us? I got a couple. Man, those are those are some good ones. Those are heavy hitters. Those are so fucking. What was that girl's name? Jess Ace, who loves the Jess cover. Jess Ace is. Right. Come on the podcast, girl. Jocelyn Byron. Oh, wow. I watched this when I was like five, and I was obsessed with it. Rewatched it again, not so obsessed with it. Oh, who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> who, who damaged you? I had to read. I was like, I read it. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> it's such a fucking wholesome movie that if you loved it as a kid, Ugh. likely you should still enjoy it you when should. you're an adult. That makes sense. Actually. You were hurt between the years that occurred where you watched it the first time and saw revisited it a second time. She saw time. it and then she went, then like she saw a street chihuahua on the, um, in Puerto Vallarta and then like got bit by it and was like, fuck chihuahuas. Fuck chihuahuas. I hate that movie. She said, ay, ay, ay. She said, ay, ay, ay. And it was just like, oh, <laughs> Beverly Hills Chihuahua is on my blacklist. Bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. To you, your own, whatever movies you want to enjoy. I <sighs> enjoy hentai. Well, okay. Do you? Do you really? No. He doesn't even like anime, man. I don't like hentai because sometimes they do like a weird angle from inside the vagina. Well, there's tentacles and there's yeah. Well, there's that, a, I don't even. I haven't even gotten to that. A lot of reasons why hentai is probably not the most digestible there's form a of adult why entertainment. Japanese population is going down. Yes, and hentai is one <laughs> of those. Probably reasons. is one. Of there's them. good anime out there that there we'll is. introduce you to. I can name a thousands of them. Same. Go ahead. Black Clover. Okay, I'll start with that one. Don't save the other 999. We'll save those for later. Um, Christian, do you have a Best Person on Set Award? Man, Best Person on Set Award or Best Dog on Set Award? Oh, if you know the dog's actual name. I don't know the dog's actual names, mm. but whoever plays Chloe... Drew Barrymore. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. The actual the, dog. The actual dog. You know, one of the most... Uh, when I typed in Beverly Hills Chihuahua, one of the most Googled uh, searches was... Is the is Chloe from Beverly Hills Chihuahua still alive? <laughs> because people <laughs> loved that dog so much that they're hoping that is she, she? Pers- surpassed her life expectancy. Is she? I don't know. I didn't click on it. I was trying to look for. Like, I did just see things. one. Is Poppy alive? And I didn't want to click on it because I don't want to. I don't want to be heartbroken. Poppy. They are. They're always alive. And you know why? Because we can always watch this film. They are immortalized in this film. Otis disagrees. Why do you disagree? I didn't say anything. Mm, okay. Sidebar, look at how cute Finn is now that he's falling asleep. Oh, Finn. Don't say his name too loud. He'll wake up. Sorry, Finn. Um, so your best person on Ted Award is Chloe? Um, for, just the for dog the dog. actress. But I do want to... I want to tip my hat to all of the dog trainers that were present on this set. Thousands of dog trainers, I can so imagine. So many. And, like, it cannot be easy. I was reading that... You know, these dogs are de- 95% of the dogs that were used for these films were rescues, which is a beautiful oh, that's thing. Awesome. That's it's a, great a beautiful thing. thing. That leads, I don't mean to cut you off, but that leads to my best person on set award. Who? The dog who played Poppy was a rescue. Was apparently who? one day away from being euthanized. Oh, <gasps> insane. They picked him up to go be in this film. Beautiful. And then beautiful. became a famous dog. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Poppy and the dog trainers, and shout out to uh, Chloe. Otis, I know you didn't watch this film, but based on what we saw, would you? Would I watch it? Yes. Maybe. All right, that's good mm, enough for me. Yeah, that's good enough for me. What would you rate it? Uh, I'm gonna honestly, I'll rate it a four five. out of five. Four out of five. 
I, I'm giving it. It's a, people need to see this film. Beverly Hills. Well, I don't know about the other two, but Beverly Hills Chihuahua is actually. I was talking. So last night, I was late to work <laughs> oh, today. Boy. I was late to work today. I didn't know that my my shift was supposed to start at six thirty in the morning today. I got there at like seven, uh-huh. and everyone was like, "Well, where were you, Alex?" And I was like, "Look, honestly, I don't have an excuse. I was up late last night, and I missed my alarm, and, and that's why I'm late." And I'm like, well, what were you up late? Were you out or something? Were you hanging out with somebody? And I was like, "No, I was watching Beverly Hills Chihuahua." And as soon as it ended. I immediately started Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. And two minutes in, I told myself, I have to stop because I'm going to be up for another hour and a half watching Beverly Hills Chihuahua 2. Honestly, I'll watch the entire trilogy. It's it's fun. It's a fun. I'll it still can't gi- get better. I'll still, give it, I'll still give it a four out of five because if I give it a five out of five, then people are going to be like, okay, okay, what's all this fuss about? But at the end of the day, it it's diminish- still- It diminishes the other movies we've given five out of fives. Yes. Yes. Okay. True. Okay. Yes. Um... Incredible movie, nonetheless. A good bad movie. Um, great bad movie. Great for the family. Great for the kids. Great, great for, for the without dog? the kids. Yes. Great for the dogs. Great for getting drunk on the weekends while you're cooking. If you're not a dog person after watching this movie, then you are not a person. You're probably an alien, a, a serial killer, Ooh. a sociopath, or I, a psychopath. I think that's a fact. Only psychopaths don't like dogs. Which honestly, I could I could imagine. I mean, you could have your reasons for not liking animals, but if you are the I don't want to get into, you know, uh, the facts having to do with serial killers. I and do dogs, like sometimes when I start a hole and then hand you the shovel and just let you kind of dig it all the way to the bottom. It's comedy, baby. I'm always going to heighten what you give me until it makes me uncomfortable, which is a lot of the time. And then I'll jump in and do one more dish just to make sure we're there. Um, Otis, thank you for being our producer today. Yeah. Finn, thank you for being our guest today. Wolf. Um, you can follow me at call underscore me Jesus. And you could follow me at Christian has asthma. Otis, where can they find you and your amazing pictures? Uh, you can check me out at pics by underscore OP. Yes. Um, let's Photos show those by Otos. Let's show the camera right here. Actually, Otis should hold the sticker and show the camera because it's nice to have a little side by side of his own sticker. I don't have a sticker. Over here. Oh. oh, I do have my hydro flask. Yeah, here, show them the actual sticker. And we and while he's doing that, we re-upped on Rick and Morty stickers. Yes, our Rick and Morty ICBTV podcast. We have stickers. our new baddie stickers. Baddies. And uh, our our shirts, our baddie shirts. Once again, they are online. We have our highly arels. They're all over the place, guys. Also, if you want the um, stickers to put on stop signs, we'll give you those for free. Just tell us and take a picture of the stop sign. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> bye. Bye. Later. I want to say bye. Bye.